Greetings, members of the Planetary Union. I am Communications Officer Asimov, and I have been tasked with introducing this podcast to you. The recording you are about to hear is brought to you by Captain Greggy Hochstetler and First Mates Miranda Fisher, Tim Treese, and alien expert Dr. Kevin O'Brien. Follow at Official Orville on Twitter to see all information dispatches from the crew, and go to officialorville.space to leave a comment on an episode or find links to subscribe to the show or rate and review us on iTunes. The mission is to explore the space. This is the official The Orville Podcast. Goddamn, goddamn, maybe it's those thighs that kill me from time to time. I'm the only one that sent shivers up your spine. Oh, I know how you like it, and I know that you like to ride it. Hello, all you aliens in the Planetary Union. Welcome to another edition of the official The Orville Podcast. I'm your podcast captain, Captain Greggy Hochstetler. Um, and with me, as always, every single week, um, she's like as regular as clockwork. We've got security. Like, she's the rock of this this podcast, I would say, definitely. Yes. Um, yes. Security officer. Keep going. Miranda Fisher is here. Happy Alex Arbor Day. Thank you so much for being here, Miranda. I can always You're count welcome. on you. I know. Um, not as dependable, but still. Uh, <laughs> Come on. <laughs> <laughs> but still he's he's uh i'm a, here a, baby he's an Kev's not. <laughs> oftentimes he's an important part of the podcast uh <laughs> the science guy himself uh first mate tim treese is here hey alex arbor day i think he's a numbers guy i don't yeah. think it's all of science oh, it's just okay numbers. yeah kev is is the alien expert yeah. right. so that covers oh, so he's more sciencey than you i think you're the numbers well, guy. Well, we could debate that. <laughs> well, all science is numbers, though, really. Yeah. How many aliens are there? <laughs> a number. That's a good question, actually. <laughs> Do you know, Tim? No, I think Kevin, I need to mind melt to answer that question. Okay. No, no one can answer that question. No, we need no an alien person. expert and a numbers expert to come together. <laughs> okay. And speaking of uh, Dr. Kevin O'Brien, unfortunately, he is um, on location I'm not sure what for, but he's in France currently, I think. Uh, that's the last I heard from him. I'm not sure what he's doing there or how long he's there, but he's not here. That's for sure. Uh, so we got a replacement, an even better replacement, actually. Um, this is a huge get for our podcast. And, uh, you know, this is something that we've been sorely lacking, like, every week. We've got human expert. Dr. Valerie Davis on the show. Valerie, welcome. Yay, thank you. Do you mind if I give a welcome to your listeners, too? I feel like yours was me. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, please. Yours are human, so go for it. (laughs) Thank you. Welcome, Orvillians. Welcome, 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 welcome. Love to have you here. Welcome, 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 welcome. We hope you'll stay. Welcome, 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 welcome. Oh, I really thought it was going to end with Alex Arbor Day to rhyme with. Oh, we hope you'll stay. Oh, wait. Okay. Do you want to do it again? Yeah. <laughs> Alex Arbor Day. Cut that in. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much for being here, Valerie. Like every episode, there's a lot of aliens on the show. Um, oh, first of all, though, let me just let the folks out there know. Uh, mm-hmm. Don't you don't have to be afraid. You don't have to. 
turn off the podcast. We are not talking about the finale yet. Uh, we're still saving that. We know you're not ready. We're not ready. So we're not talking about the finale tonight. We're going to, but the thing is, if, if you call yourself a fan of this show and you started this episode and thought that we were going to be talking about the finale, then I don't think you're a fan and you should stop listening. Do you mean a fan of our show or of the Orville? I mean, both. Yeah. Well, it's the same thing. Yeah. Okay. I agree. <laughs> well, I disagree with Tim. You should never turn off the show and stop listening, but. You are fucked up, and you need to look inside yourself and maybe re-examine some choices and things. Uh, but Valerie, what what kind of childhood trauma would lead to a person like that? <laughs> Who would enjoy the Orville but not the podcast? No, 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 that no. That doesn't no. exist. That's so. not a, that's... <laughs> You're absolutely right. That's not possible. <laughs> I mean, all we talk about is the TV show, The Orville. So right. if you like that show, you're going to love this podcast. Right. <laughs> um, That's but like i was saying there's there's always aliens on the show so we've got kevin here but another thing you gotta notice if you watch the show several of the main characters are actually humans and kevin has nothing to say about them uh <laughs> he's got no expertise in this uh at all but that's why we need valerie Oh my god, I really should have watched an episode of The Orville so I could give insight on these characters. (laughs) Valerie, you are in for a treat. You haven't seen any of The Orville yet? No. Wow, I envy you (laughs) what lays ahead. Imagine being able to watch it for the first time again. (laughs) Yeah, you've got 11 great episodes, um, 12 eventually, but probably not for a while yet. Um, (laughs) Yeah. You've so got a bunch of uh, Scott Grimes music to listen to. Yeah. Uh, what was Critters, that song? Critters 2. Sunset Boulevard. Yeah. Sunset or, Boulevard. or the other one where he's on the bus. Oh, the bus one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, no, that's Critters 2. <laughs> <laughs> uh, was, our, was our joke about him wanting to be a bathroom floor or something. What did that come from? Was that one of his songs? Uh, that's from the first song that yeah. was called I don't know. It's, it's, uh, he kept asking, where do we hide? Yeah. That song. Okay. And he was like, yeah, the bus and like stepping off the bus and stuff like that. <laughs> it was kind of feet centric and uh, <laughs> we Just took go back and, and listen to every episode of this podcast and you'll eventually... <laughs> answer your own question i'm due for a re-listen yeah. <laughs> valerie you haven't seen the, sh- the show no. um do you not do you not have a fox affiliate in your area or <laughs> um i was kind of waiting on um i wanted to listen to every episode of your podcast first Ooh. and then experience the show it's kind of like reading the book before seeing the movie you know oh, what i mean mm. hold on you haven't listened to every episode of our podcast <laughs> oh god <laughs> Oh, no. Oh, no, no, no. I'm sorry. This is taking a turn. (laughs) Okay. No, I'm sure, guys, I'm sure she missed only one or two episodes. A quick quiz would just verify that. Well, unfortunately, we've got way too much content tonight. We don't have time for a quiz. I'm sorry, Valerie. Um, I know you wanted to do that and prove what a true fan you are, but we just don't have time. Um Actually, of course, you know, because you've listened to some of the episodes, but uh, a person we talk about a lot is this guy, Alex Arbor. Now, here I thought for once, um, 
I might give a little bit of backstory about why we talk about Alex Herbert. <laughs> uh, one time, he sent us a DM on the official Orville Twitter, and that's it. That's the reason. Uh, <laughs> but, but, but it said... <laughs> Oh, the yeah. only thing he, he, he said, was, he that said we were, was that we were an official, the official The Orville podcast, and the DM said, as soon as it's in front of me, I'll read it, uh, it said, hey, I noticed we're into the same kind of music, and I'd love <laughs> to get your opinion on my new video. Um, it's longer, but I think the important thing is that he noticed that we're into the same kind of music, and since we only post about the Orville, <laughs> it, you can tell that this music is for Orville fans. Right. <laughs> and uh, there's a lot of similar themes uh, around, like uh, women being terrible and, <laughs> yeah. and men being mature. Also, and... his name is Arbor, like Alex Arbor Day. Well, right. Happy, Happy Arbor, Arbor Day. Ha- Actually, there Arbor. are some legitimate connections now yeah. that I think about it. <laughs> Yeah, Wait, is, is it because we said Happy Arbor Day? Is that how he oh, found us? Maybe. Oh my god. But his name's R A R B O U R, right? Right, yeah. yeah. I pray that every time he sees someone type the word Arbor <laughs> without the U, he just thinks it's a <laughs> He's a got typo. a Google like, alert for both. He, he saw us typing Happy Arbor Day and he thought that we meant Happy Alex Arbor Day, which eventually <laughs> we did mean that. Yeah. <laughs> Um. Yeah, I look forward to him someday. Someone tipping him off, and he actually listens to an episode. <laughs> That's gonna be cool. So I think there there is no greater tip off than us, like mentioning him on Twitter, oh, talking yeah. about our episodes. If he were gonna listen to an episode, he, I mean, I, he probably already has listened to it. Yeah, we tweet at him all the time. He seems pretty okay with it. So yeah. So he probably hasn't listened. I assume he's a fan of us, just like we're fans of his. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and we are huge fans. And uh, actually, a brand new song, pretty much that's why we're doing this episode. A brand new song came out, <laughs> like, last week. And so we immediately got started planning. We were like, ooh, can we get uh, human expert Dr. Valerie Davis on the show? Yes, it's time to do this episode. Uh, so we've got a great song. This is uh, a song called Floorboards by our man, Alex Arbor. And... uh if you go to YouTube and look at this thing, first thing you notice is this is an acoustic song. So uh, that's cool. The last one we did was really heavy. Like, uh, he doesn't even do heavy music that much anymore. So it's cool that he's getting I know back. you listened to our last episode, and that's why you also found that really funny. <laughs> yeah, I did. I love that one. <laughs> So yeah, he's getting back to his, you know, his usual kind of thing and but it's not like any other song he's ever done. It's it's fantastic. Uh but you're going to find that out yourself cuz here we go. We're going to get started here. You make me want to pull up my hair when you're playing hard to get. You can never decide what you want to wear, so I'll just have a cigarette. She's covered in tattoos, sings the blues, she likes to buy things of no use. Okay, I had to stop there because this song... We have a lot to talk about. <laughs> right. Uh, it's cool, like the lyrics, it, it all kind of bleeds together in a really cool way, but that makes it hard to make clips out of the song. So um, I just did my best there, it kind of cuts off, I apologize for that. She was saying, if you didn't hear the end, she likes to buy things of no use. Yeah. 
<laughs> that's deep. Yeah. That's deep. Typical woman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I um I know that art is good when I don't understand it. <laughs> well, it's it's cool because it's like he starts out talking to a specific woman, I think, but then he switches and now he's talking, you know, I don't know, he's talking to a person, then he's talking about a person, but I think they're both the same person. I don't I don't know uh Exactly how that works, but well, it's a I cool... didn't even consider that they might be different people. And how does that change <laughs> our interpretation of the song? Oh, wow! Like she does this, but you do this. Yeah, it is kind of the same kind of stuff. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> very similar. <laughs> That's why he's so torn between them. It's mm. like they're so similar. How could I choose? <laughs> That's a good point. Can I just draw attention to um, a part of the song that you actually didn't play, but I am a big Alex Arbor fan, so of course. Well, there's more I'm coming familiar. up later, Valerie. There is. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was just the first the clip. You might you might oh, have missed the five that. episodes okay. where we've done this, but we always do the whole song. Where you slowly go through the whole song. Okay, I'll yeah. wait then. I don't want to spoil it. I uh, I told a coworker that I have this podcast, and then he listened to it, and then the next day oh, he was no. like. It wasn't about the Orville. You just talked about some song for like 45 minutes. <laughs> but the song was about the Orville. I tried to explain and he wasn't having it. It's Orville adjacent. Come on. Mm-hmm. I, my, my mom said something similar. She was like, um, I've been really enjoying the episodes lately because you don't really talk about the Orville. <laughs> it's better. Oh, she's going to love this episode. <laughs> I just want to say hi to Miranda's mom. You're the best. We're, you're a favorite fan. Yeah. She's mine for sure. Yeah, probably. Okay, so this might be the part that Valerie (laughs) wants to talk about. Let's listen to this. She's the best part of my day, and I'd never have it any other way. I want to get lost in your favorite record as we lay across the floorboards. I'll show you mine, and you show me yours. I want to get lost in your favorite record as we lay across the floorboards. <laughs> what? What? Tim? So uh, he caught me off guard, and I'm going to give him props for that. Um, so my emotional progression is, to be honest, what I was thinking of initially was it wasn't that long ago that he wrote that song about hating his girlfriend. And I'm like, how long does it take to get into a relationship to the point that you can write a song like this? But putting that aside, um, at what point is he in the relationship that he's in love with her and like wants to get lost in her music and is frustrated with her taking forever to get ready. So he has a smoke (laughs) and then is asking her to like show him her private parts. Oh my God, Tim. Oh boy. You've really messed up this interpretation. That is not what the song is about. Wow. (laughs) This is why we brought you on. Set me straight. Okay, when he says, show, I'll show you mine and you can show me yours, it comes right after the line where he says, let's, you know, listen to each other's favorite records. So it's kind of a play on let's show each other dick and vagina, but it's, but it's actually relating to the records. How is it a play on that? Who says let's show each other dick and vagina? That's not a common (laughs) phrase. Yeah, that's well, true, so Valerie. When when someone says, I'll show you mine if you show me yours, 
that's usually what they mean. I don't know if you've played this game with people, but I have many times. And that's always what they've ended up showing me. Um, <laughs> but what do you show them? <laughs> I, I comply. I mean, I know the rules of the game. so. <laughs> I think of it more as like a transaction when I do it. I'm like, I'm buying something to you or I'm selling something to you. Okay. I think sex is power. That's a cleaner way to view it. I would actually like to say what he says is lost in your favorite records. As we lay across your floorboards, you show me mine and I'll show you yours. So I I think that they're showing each other the floorboards. (laughs) It is is interesting that it is interesting that he wrote the line as we lay across your floor and thought, you know what this song needs? Another syllable. Forts. <laughs> as I lay across your floor. Forts. He's like, uh, there's a beat between that line and that line. And normally I like it to be, can't even take a breath. So I'm going to yeah. throw boards in there. Well, that's just the classic Alex Arbor writing process where he shoves as many syllables into the song as he can. Uh, and he's writing this music, of course. He's not just using a backing track that he finds online. So uh, it makes sense that he... I don't know. It, it, it's an interesting. It's an interesting personal style that he has going on. I thought this was a bootleg of the... Um of like the sound check of Nirvana's MTV Unplugged. <laughs> In the background? Yeah, that was that's where he got the music. It just has yeah, a very right? Kurt Cobain vibe to yeah. me, you know? Okay. They're really kind of similar yeah. figures, Alex and Kurt, when you <laughs> right. think about it. Yeah. Um, I, I like how it, it's so romantic to me that, you know, he's got this classic opposite girl type woman. Um, she does all the bad things you don't like, but he would never have it bad, any other he's way. He's a bad you know? boy too. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Um, I'm trying to think of the the lyrics of that last song, but I can't think of it. But you know, he's never in control or something like that. So hey, Valerie, I'm finding now that we have a human expert here, I have a lot of human questions. <laughs> uh, so what leads to women being like i need a chad in my life you know <laughs> i need a, need a chat a chad um, you know a chad like a hey. guy, named, guy named chad basically yeah okay <laughs> wait is alex arbor a chad or who's <laughs> who should i look to as an example he's of a like chad? the alpha chad he's like the the chaddest <laughs> of all chads <laughs> A, ch- a chat is like um like Elon Musk. Like what? No, a chat is like <laughs> I don't know if you know about incels. It's like what incels refer to as non-celibate people are chads. Well, explain incels to us. Okay, so uh <laughs> incels um Okay, so basically uh women uh without generalizing too much uh, are problematic. <laughs> And they only want one thing, which is to steal your money. And so these smart people called incels have figured out they can't get it if we don't give it. Oh, God. <laughs> like, there are people who don't give women money? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> or like politeness or kindness or empathy or compassion. <laughs> But incels are not chads. They're enemies of chads. Yeah, they're, yeah. they're enemies. Sorry, I thought you were a human expert. <laughs> God. This is embarrassing. I'm still in school, Miranda. 
Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, she Why hasn't we... gotten to the the chads and the <laughs> <laughs> stuff in school yet. I might be a graduate course. <laughs> what do they call women? They call women like Stacy's or something like that. <laughs> do they? Yeah, they yeah. have, they have well, a word for also women too. They call them uh, roasties. Oh God! Yeah, no, we don't want to get into that. How is it spelled? Yes, we do. It's really gross. It's, yeah, it's incredibly gross. Well, is it okay. Roasted yeah. truffle butter. It's, that was disturbing when I learned that. It's like roasties. Roasties is like women who have had sex with a lot of men, so now their vaginas look like roast beef. I get it. <laughs> that is what happens. Yeah. And, yeah. and now they're of no use. Mm. You know, they have no value anymore. I was with a roasty once. <laughs> <laughs> this is back before I was an incel. Uh, <laughs> and it was like, oh. yeah, I was like, oh, it's basically a tattoo that's like Chad was here and it's misspelled because Chad's are probably dumb. <laughs> She had a tattoo that said Chad was here? Basically. <laughs> Basically. You know the type. Basically, she has a tattoo that says Chad was here. <laughs> I'm not talking about all women, okay? I'm just talking about women of that age group. <laughs> okay. So what What was the question again? <laughs> Why do why do all women like chads? I think. Yeah, well, biologically, like why are why are roasties wired to like chads? <laughs> I, I think um, I think because chads are always wearing sunglasses and everyone looks better in sunglasses. I think that's the main reason. As a human expert, that would be my take. Wow. Alex Harbour wears sunglasses. And women love him, so mm-hmm. it does make sense. He's a Chad, after all. <laughs> I guess he is. Have you guys ever taken the time to rip him apart physically, like to, <laughs> to go over his? <laughs> Why wouldn't we do that? We love him. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> For me, his spiky hair is a little too long. It's like an inch too long, I would say. That's that's my biggest issue I with think- Alex. I think it's perfect. You, you can tell he put a lot of effort into it. I mm. like a man who puts in the effort. Oh, it's so long. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's like the distance between a, the point of his nose and his hairline is the same as the distance up to the tip of his hair. That was the most perfect moment. Miranda just saying, no, I like his hair. And then seeing a picture of his hair and going, it's so long. <laughs> long isn't even the right. It's so tall. It's, I think it's shorter now and it's bleached, which helps. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. The the bleaching looks great. It gives him like a, a punk rock vibe. Well, he has anyway. The, he's got the perfect look. He's a Canadian hipster, John Goodman, and the women love him for it. <laughs> When you say Canadian hipster John Goodman, it, it, no joke, it like really does something for me. I'm like, oh, oh, let's see that. But I guess because women love chads. I'm yeah. sorry. You guys, we're getting away from the song here. We got to get back to the music. Here we go. She likes to go for walks in the rain. She sings the wrong words to hear me complain. She's the sun when the skies are starting to fade. And I wouldn't have it any other way. 
Okay, I had to stop it there because a really weird way that he goes, other way. (laughs) (laughs) Any other way. I think it's Canadian. What is the Canadian thing? He said, she sings the wrong lyrics to make me complain. Yeah. Yeah. Like she intentionally angers him. Yeah. First of all, she's intentionally angering him. Second of all, he's the kind of guy who if somebody sings lyrics wrong, he's like, excuse me, those aren't the words. Yeah, can you picture that argument? He's like, you're only doing this to piss me off. (laughs) (laughs) I like to imagine she actually is, and she's doing like his songs with the wrong words. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Maybe it's those guys that (laughs) kill me from time to time. I thought there. I thought the Temptations reference was really sweet when it said she's she's the sun when the sky is getting cloudy or something like that. It was like a takeoff on the famous lyrics to My Girl. Mm. Got sunshine on a cloudy day, you know. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Those are very similar. Yeah. It's like the six degrees of Kevin Baker and over with Miranda. She finds a way to relate everything to Temptations. <laughs> yeah, six degrees of the Temptations. <laughs> Okay, so I stopped that one a little prematurely. Let me get to the next one. She brings me up when I'm feeling down. She makes me forget I fucking hate this town. She's the best part of my day, and I'd never have it any other way. I want to get lost in your favorite record. Wow. Being, like, the the state of being, like, I got to get out of this town is, like, so... So high school, isn't it? <laughs> uh, seriously, as soon as he said that, I pictured him eating a big old swirly cone. I was like, <laughs> this just feels right. So yeah, I think it was a little juvenile. <laughs> I think it's a. Uh, I think it's timeless. <laughs> oh, mm-hmm. I hate uh, this That's town. Yeah, Redwood City. To get out of your town. <laughs> Is it Redwood City? Is that where he's from? No, I'm I'm in no, Redwood City. That's where City. we are right oh, now. You guys are. It's well, much cooler than San I'm Francisco. I'm at Tim's house. I don't. I okay. I don't Can we I'd please get that. some background on Alex Arbor's hometown, though? I mean, this would be He's helpful. from Montreal. Mm. Okay. Hmm. He really hates how everybody like some of the people speak French there. That's the thing that he hates <laughs> the most about the town. That is frustrating. I, one thing I think is great about yeah he's from montreal i was right one thing i think is is great about alex arbor is like you play a clip and it's just like four lines long but by the time we're at the end of it i already forgot what the first line was because i'm too hung up on the last line that i heard every single line is like a poem in itself i think what miranda's saying is we gotta slow this segment down (laughs) gonna do one line at a time stop rushing through this song i'm sorry um do you, hate this town. Valerie, do you think that this is a healthy relationship that Alex is in? Um, okay, this is it's hard to say because it does sound like it's kind of the early stages of a relationship. Um, just because, of, you know, you're still introducing each other to your favorite music and uh, and all of that. That kind and of possibly just showing each the, other your genitals for the first time. Right. I don't yeah. think that's in there. <laughs> Okay, okay. It's just a theory. It's just a theory. <laughs> oh, does floorboards also mean genitals? <laughs> oh, that's no, what we call them in my household. Okay, that's... <laughs> yeah. If they're waxed or Wait, whatever, they're, they're laying they're laying across each other's genitals. How do you do it? <laughs> oh my god! It just seems yeah. hard for both of them to do at once. But 
No, that is 69ing. Oh my god, you guys are blowing my mind. That's fully what he's talking about. He's a genius. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god, this puzzle is... I thought it was like a 100-piece puzzle, but it's like a 1,000-piece puzzle. (laughs) We're just finding the corners. (laughs) We haven't even finished the edges yet. (laughs) And we we lost the box, so we don't know how it's going to end up. But yeah, so it is a, a healthy relationship. Um, I would say there's already bickering happening at this point. I don't love that. But let's give them a chance, Greggy. I feel like you want me to say that they're going to fail. And please, let's no. give them a chance. Of course not. <laughs> okay. I think that sounds like they're perfect for each other. Like, he said nothing but positive things to say. Mm-hmm. I don't know why this relationship would fail just because... All of his other ones seem to crash and burn horrifically. That doesn't mean that this one will. (laughs) Well, the cool thing is he like is okay with listening, you know, her faults and stuff, but he wouldn't have it any other way. He likes that about her. Um, I think that's the perfect person for you when you can find someone like that. And that's definitely true. Any other way, but to have him listing her faults in a song, (laughs) you know, that's. (laughs) I'm I'm sure it's actually true. Like if you think about it, would he rather be dating someone who takes so long to get ready that he has to go out for a smoke break and be stressed about being late to places? And it's like, definitely not. He wants someone who's going to always be getting ready and who's going to annoy him intentionally by singing the wrong lyrics. (laughs) And I think no. I think that he, yeah, I think he likes it because it gives him time for a smoke. Mm-hmm. It enables his smoke. <laughs> He's got right, such exactly. a busy day. He puts out like a song every month. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you need He's someone that's going to call you on, on your Twitter bullshit. Twitter all day long. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> that's so sleazy. I just, I hate that. I don't know if you guys ever get dms from comedians or anything like oh check out my stuff i think you'd really like it yeah i know it's even it's even better from a musician it's so sleazy to me it's self-promotion gross mm-hmm. but yeah we get that all the time we get these like these like little comedians like Kevin Hart and Chris Rock being like, please just RT my funny tweet. I need the exposure. Please, please let me be a guest on the official The Orville podcast. Please. I'll pay you. Like, not in it for the money, man. Mm-hmm. You're not a true fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so here we go. Another another time for another clip. And I will edit that so that it doesn't sound stupid. Loves to start singing even when she's out of key Likes to argue just so she can disagree Uh, She likes to start singing even when she's out of key She likes to start an argument just so she can disagree Um, I think I was like, she likes to start an argument just so she can disagree. <laughs> I think this is the part of the song where his producer or friend or something was like, you got, you got to slow it down a little bit. <laughs> you have to take a breath. And he he didn't hear the part about taking a breath and just stretched every syllable out. Mm-hmm. I think he was like, oh, shit, this song's going to be too short. I mean, it's going to be longer. <laughs> he only had like one page of lyrics. And was like, yeah. this has to fill up three and a half minutes of. That is a cool personality trait, though, somebody that just likes to start arguments uh, for no real reason. 
Yeah, and is this his own interpretation, or is she admitting to this? She's like, no, I love fighting. (laughs) I think it's like the lyrics thing, where it's like, why do you keep making me get mad at you? (laughs) (laughs) I think he he imagined this song to become his, like, Meet Virginia. Mm -hmm. He's, like, just listing a bunch of weird traits. Yeah. And we'll be like, I love this woman. <laughs> it, it's so funny that that is, is like a classic song type. What does <laughs> in, in Meet Virginia, what does he say? I can't remember. It's what, everything what, about her. Uh, like, um, uh, she wears, uh, wears high heels when she exercises. You know? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's dangerous. Why would you yeah. do that? <laughs> I right, it is it is dangerous. Well, it's I, another it's classic opposite oh. woman song, you know. Would you it's rather would you rather date Virginia or this girl from this song? Mm. Mm, well, probably Virginia because I can, you know, I think I measure up a little better to the men in that band than I do to Alex Arbor. <laughs> <laughs> That's Train, right? That's the band. Yeah. Yeah, they had like three or four hits. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're the one that goes atmosphere, drums of Jupiter. Yeah, hey, that's about his mom who died. Okay, so it's not about Virginia. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Virginia's his mom. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Ah, it's very popular right now. She, she died because she was wearing high heels on the treadmill, probably. <laughs> um. Anyway, I'd rather date the girl from this song because I think she could introduce me to Alex Arbor, maybe. <laughs> mm, interesting. Um, here's a really tough question. Would you rather uh, date uh, uh, an opposite girl or a, what was it called? A roasty. A roasty. <laughs> uh, or a Stacy. Those are the three options. Those are the three What's options. an opposite girl? Just like, these classic... Oh, like you shouldn't like her, but you do. Like she does all the things the opposite way of what you would expect. Yeah. Yeah. She she has tattoos and sings the blues and buys things that are of no use. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, I think I would have to go with the opposite girl just because Alex Arbor likes her. So it must be the right choice. Um, So that's what I would go with. Mm-hmm. I think I pick Stacy. I have a friend named Stacy. She's pretty cool. So hopefully that I could just choose her. That help. You'd have an in immediately. Yeah. You'd be like, I know a Stacy. She's like, what? Yeah. yeah. Kind of know the type and how mm-hmm. to navigate. Mm-hmm. I'd go well, with was... the opposite girl for sure. I feel like I could fix her. That's all. <laughs> I mean, no, don't feel. I know I could. So definitely. <laughs> Hey man, I would alt F four right out of this situation. I choose no one. <laughs> Incels do not uh, bow down to any type of woman. <laughs> okay, I got one last clip. Let here we go. I wanna get lost in your favorite records as we lay across the floorboards. I'll show you mine, and you show me yours. I wanna get lost in your favorite records as we lay. Oh, never mind. I thought there was another part to it, but I was incorrect. <laughs> you just 
it's just the end of the song. I had more thoughts on it. Yeah. I think uh, the floorboards part is to kind of, like, sort of rhyme it with records. But I think that's why I included okay. it. Okay. I also thought that, but record and floor rhymes just about as Yeah, equally as well as record and floorboard. Who knows? I mean, we would have to ask him and... You know, he's he never interacts with us on Twitter, so wait for his iconoclast <laughs> episode or whatever. I feel like <laughs> I feel like I have Stockholm syndrome because by the end of that clip I was like, I'm into it. I'm <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, of course you are. We all are. We love Alex <laughs> I've listened to every Alex Arbor song like at least ten times, I would say. <laughs> I- I do randomly get feel it stuck in my head. Yeah, I do. Like, yeah. Just in the car, and <laughs> I've played it for a lot of people. <laughs> it's very catchy. Uh, so I guess we don't have anything else to rate on this episode. What do we rate this song? What would you give it, Tim? I would give it four out of four because that's the time signature, Ooh. and it's a perfect score. <laughs> that's really good what do you think Miranda I give it 69 out of 69 floorboards <laughs> okay good score uh, Valerie, the, the, the best score it's, it's 69 <laughs> right. out of 69 <laughs> no I I agree with you I said it was a good okay. score okay I mean um, the best score I don't know but it was definitely a good score Valerie what do you think it's how many there is the <laughs> there couldn't possibly be any more floorboards it's the highest score there could be okay I am getting that you guys pick something strange for whatever your score is going to be so in keeping with that spirit <laughs> um 7.5 swirly cones I guess okay well, out of um, how many out of out of nine let's say <laughs> um <laughs> I don't know if you get it, Valerie. You don't get it. It has to be a perfect score. The math guy doesn't get it. Are you saying it's not perfect? What are you... We don't criticize things on this show, Valerie. We're supportive. Okay. (laughs) We ask you to rate something you should understand that we're asking you to give it a perfect rating. Oh, my God. This podcast is so hard. (laughs) (laughs) We're like the opposite girl of podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I mean, yeah. I didn't hear any criticisms of the song, so I don't understand why you <laughs> give it a perfect score. It's like I'm only doing this to piss you off. <laughs> <laughs> um, no. So, what is your score value? Because. <laughs> Oh, Wikia, we need. We just need a final score for the Wikia. 7.5 out of 7.5. I'm sorry. Great. I'm sorry. Yeah, I also want to give it 7.5 <laughs> out of 7.5 swirly cones. I agree with Valerie. Okay. What, what are swirly cones? It's like, like chocolate and vanilla. Like yeah. ice cream. Ice cream cones. Like hood cups? What? <laughs> what? Hood what? cups. Okay, now what's what this? <laughs> Hood cups are just like the little, um, like plastic cups of. Well, it's like a swirl of chocolate and vanilla by Hood. What's Hood? Like the milk company Hood. <laughs> okay, maybe this is a Boston thing. Okay. Yeah, maybe it might be. 
Okay, so they're not hood cups. No, it's like Dairy Queen or something, or yeah. Wiener Schnitzel. I've only ever been to Dairy Queen with Valerie. Interesting fun oh, fact. Oh, then it seems like you should know this. Yeah, I should. <laughs> <laughs> they got adult stuff there, not juvenile swirly cones. <laughs> yeah, really. We went with Dilly Bars. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> Dilly dilly, I guess. Sorry. <laughs> uh, I guess we could get to the Seth clip now. We ready for that? Mm-hmm. So I'm just, wait. Oh, am I yeah, drinking? Do you want to split another beer? Yeah. Okay, because I don't want to drink a whole. Like, right, let me get some cups. This is the part okay. of the show where this is everybody's favorite segment. Miranda gets a drink, but today Tim's getting me a drink. Oh. That's a nice twist. Mm-hmm. I don't like it as much because the microphone doesn't go with you <laughs> while you get in the refrigerator. Can't oh, is me. it usually? Does it stay in Miranda getting a drink? Is that a big part? <laughs> well, a lot of times she doesn't tell us she's doing it. And oh, so we're just doing the podcast like, uh... while these sounds are going on. Clunk, 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 clunk. I still am not clear when that happens on a podcast. They make the sound of the water being poured, if that's real or not. I'm not clear on it. I don't, Tim, I don't care which. I'm just going to leave it here. Okay, I'm I gonna try assume it, it must be thinking. real because why would they add that otherwise? I don't know. Just to be alt, Greggy, okay? okay? You're underestimating their quirkiness. Look, Tim gave me a, a frosted glass of beer. Oh, so nice. Is it cold or is it just the visual frost? Um, it's also cold. It's, okay. it's frosty and cold. <laughs> okay, that's good. Because, you know, you can have frosted glass. It's just for looks. And it's like, what are we doing here? You mean like sandblasted? <laughs> oh, I don't know. You can't know how everything's made, Tim, and just ask me to also know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I can leave again. <laughs> Sounded like you guys are having a better time. No, stay or whatever, Tim. Um. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, so back in 1999, this guy that we know and love, Seth MacFarlane, praise be unto him, mm-hmm. um, he got a deal with Fox. To start his first show, I think it was like a, a spinoff of The Simpsons called Family Man. Um, and <laughs> uh, and so Fox, uh, they went on location to go talk to him. Um, this was a really cool interview to me because it really got to like the center of Seth in a way that we haven't seen before. Um, if you look online, you see lots of uh, cool clips of Seth throwing gigantic, lavish birthday parties for himself where he makes celebrities sing and stuff. Um, but you don't get the real guy inside, like who he really is. Um, so I really liked this clip and I wanted to share it with you guys. This Super Bowl Sunday, we'll see who's got the goods to be the best. And Fox is hoping to score a touchdown of its own with this guy. Damn, damn crap, damn it the hell, son of a... His name is McFarlane, Seth McFarlane. And he joins Team Fox as the creative force behind the cutting-edge animated sitcom, Family Guy. That's what we're hoping, is that is it'll be the kind of show where you can tune in and, and you won't know what to expect. Okay, first of all, is that, like, legible to you guys? Are you able to hear what's... 
Yes. Okay, uh-huh. cool. I heard the Ferris Bueller music. I know that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> that's how. That's exactly how I feel about Seth MacFarlane. So mm-hmm. it was the perfect musical choice. <laughs> yeah. They really nail it on the music cues for this clip. Let me just say. Yes. I want the soundtrack. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what I loved was um, how it's like a new story that Fox is running about how the new Fox show is good. <laughs> no, it's about it's about how Fox hopes their new show is good. Yeah. Yeah. It's like by Fox, but they're not even sure about it. They're like, well, hopefully people like this. I should give them credit. There's clearly a lot of editorial uh, ethics going on there. <laughs> Yeah, how'd they get this exclusive interview with this nobody who now has a show on their <laughs> network? <laughs> uh, I do just want to say it. They, they sure did score a touchdown. <laughs> Thank you so much for calling back to that, to them saying that, because I hadn't thought about whether it was a touchdown or not, but you're right. <laughs> well, it was just, it's such yeah. a clever, it's such a clever line where they say, we'll find out who has the goods to be the best. it's definitely worth going out of the way to talk about the super bowl for that funny line (laughs) was it premiering after the super bowl was that the yes okay Uh, Um, the super bowl on fox or was the super bowl just happened to be the same day and they were like hopefully you changed the channel (laughs) it must have been on fox or else they wouldn't have been able to call it the super bowl (laughs) <laughs> right. Oh yeah, the big game. So Seth's ideal is that it's the type of show that you'll tune into and you won't know what's going to happen. Um it seems like this preview it kind of goes against that. Maybe you shouldn't have done this, you know, cuz people are going to hear this, they're going to find out what Family Man is, then when they tune in, they're pretty much going to know what's going to happen. Yeah, really. You're giving a little too much info about the characters here. He was a younger guy. I don't think you would do that today. <laughs> no, he knows better. <laughs> but the show's secret weapon is a diabolical baby named Stewie. Hello, my people. Sort of fancies himself much better, superior to those around him. Now, I offer you one last chance for deliverance. He's actually capable of, of, of backing up his arguments with real weapons. The thing that I love about this clip, <laughs> this Seth clip, is the dull, <laughs> affectless way he speaks. Um, he really, he puts it all onto the screen and, uh, that's really cool. Like he saves it for his actual show. Yes. Yes. I was just going to say like, it's so neat because a lot of people, when they talk about the Orville, fake fans will be like, well, I feel like, uh, Seth MacFarlane isn't maybe the greatest (laughs) actor to be the lead in an hour long (laughs) TV show. But from this clip, you can clearly hear the contrast, you know, when he's just talking, when he's being Seth. Uh, he sounds totally different than when he's yeah. being Mr. Orville. I hate it when face- fans say <laughs> mean things about Seth MacFarlane. Like, you know, his face is a piece of white plastic that they cut eye holes out of, you know? <laughs> it sucks so much when people say mean stuff like that. Oh, it makes me so mad. <sighs> uh, one thing that's interesting, if you hear his voice in this clip, it is a little bit different from his voice now. Because I think what happened is... People said to him, your Brian voice is like better than your actual voice. And he thought, I can just do that. I can live. That. He should have gone with his uh, <laughs> Peter voice. <laughs> ah, crap. 
<laughs> oh, Tim, you've seen this show before. <laughs> oh, crap. <laughs> I keep expecting for some, you know, Peter Griffin alien to show up on the Orville. Oh, my God. With the voice or a Stewie type. I'm here to probe you, <laughs> crap. I want-, <laughs> I want the dog. Bring the dog on the show. Put him on the ship. We want the dog. Hashtag we, we want, want the dog. dog. <laughs> Would it be a live action Brian or a cartoon hmm. dog? Like, uh, Is he the dog? Like Long Way Home. Yes. What's that movie? <laughs> Homeward Bound. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or it's just animals and then thoughts is voiceover. Yeah, that would be good. I guess I was thinking like animatronic, but oh my god, that would also be good. that's perfect. Can we get Guillermo del Toro in there to make like some? Uh-huh. Hey, the the props department of oh, Marvel yeah. is very good. The things they can pull off, yeah, with the budget they have is amazing. They really know how to stretch a dollar. <laughs> what what is fascinating to me about this is hearing. It's kind of like that trope about like Seinfeld being not funny anymore because so many things after Seinfeld have been influenced by Seinfeld that it almost seems like contrived itself, even though at the time it wasn't. That's mm-hmm. that famous trope. That yeah. famous trope. It's not tvtropes.com, <laughs> I promise. It's, I think it's just called Seinfeld isn't funny. Uh, but the way they talk about having a funny cartoon baby it's like the world is about to be shattered by Stewie, you know, <laughs> there's going to be all these t-shirts and hot topic and like none of that has happened yet, which is yeah. just crazy to think about. It's insane to think that nobody in the world had seen yet the uh, Stewie as Heath Ledger's Joker picture yet. Like they didn't even know Heath Ledger was going to be Joker at that time even. Wow. They were so dumb back then. <laughs> I had a hunch at the time. You saw 10 Things I Hate About You, and you're like, that guy, he's got a little chaos in him. You make a great (laughs) joker. Did you know that um, the part where he did blow up the hospital was improvised in that movie? Oh, wow. Really? Yeah, that's little known fact. Yeah. It was supposed to work, and it didn't. And then he just was like, okay. And this was in 10 Things I Hate About You? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, another clip. Here we go. (laughs) So where does a 25-year-old guy who writes about killer babies get his sense of humor? Your life, however, is more like a box of active grenades. During a break in production, Fox Files took a trip back home to find out if Seth's humor is really all in the family. Was he always a very funny kid? Yeah. Yeah, he was. And I'm a very funny mother. When you look at that family and, you, you know, you see the different characters, do you know anyone like that? I thought it was kind of funny at the fact that the little boy constantly wants to kill his mother. Did he Which, get in any trouble for his drawing? Uh, yeah. What kind of stuff? He was the cartoonist with the school paper. And the character in his cartoon is taking communion. The comment underneath said, could I have fries with that? <laughs> Classic sesh. This guy, uh, he has always been edgy, you know? Wow. Edgy, but not for no reason, you know? Mm-hmm. It's not like he's just trying to be provocative. Yeah. It really makes you think. Like, can you get fries with that? <laughs> well, I kind of think about it the other way. I kind of think about it the other way. Like, how much better would this country be 
if um, like the McDonald's number one was the Holy Eucharist <laughs> with a side of fries. And then like you're getting blessed every morning when you get your McMuffins. Oh, yeah. It would really streamline my morning. I wouldn't have to go to McDonald's and then church. <laughs> Just do it all in one Just stop. Drive through. <laughs> oh, man. So I would do a comic that's someone getting fries going, can I have a communion wafer with that, please? <laughs> And be like, well, why is that not normal? Why is that weird? Oh my god! How? Wait a minute. Can we <laughs> test this? If every like political cartoon or any sort of edgy joke could be reworded to be to go the other way, because I feel like you just wrote the most brilliant Christian comic. I've never even seen a Christian comic, <laughs> but that is like an amazing statement on America. <laughs> This is going to be printed out in uh, church newsletters around the country. <laughs> honestly, honestly, so you I have to play. you have to make this comment. <laughs> For fans, can we get some fan art of this? Yeah, please. <laughs> fans, you haven't done much for us lately, so. Leave a voicemail with the drawing that I can write. <laughs> yes, please. Splat job AI. <laughs> I wonder if his mom is on the writers in the writers' room for the Orville. Oh, definitely. Because she is really funny. funny. <laughs> she, she, yeah, I know that because she said that she's funny. <laughs> mm-hmm. like, I didn't even have to think about it. She just told me. Yeah. It's so much faster to say instead of do. You know, <laughs> people are always like show don't tell, and I'm like no. Just tell me. What a, what so about much- blind people? <laughs> Show don't tell. Well, a picture's worth a thousand words, so which ones of them are you trying to tell me right now? Right? Just say, I'm the funny mom. <laughs> I love that she's like, I think it's very funny the way that the young man is keeps trying to kill his mother. It's like the <laughs> baby. The- <laughs> well, if you watch, folks, go to YouTube and watch this clip, because if you watch it, it's almost like she's adding things up in her head at that point. Like maybe, maybe some memories of when Seth was a baby kind of are kind of clicking into place at this point. Mm-hmm. I do think she, she is aware of what that says about the way Seth thinks of her and she's fine with it, which <laughs> is very cool. Really? <laughs> well, I didn't include it in the clips, but he, this guy is making some big cash from this this show. Two million dollars for making Family Guy. He's rich now. He can take care of his mom. Um, the guy asked her if if he's going to be buying them boats and stuff. Uh, so he, the guy has some money now. Right. He bought himself a Mercedes and he was like, just for safety reasons, like he presented it like that was the coolest car a person could buy. (laughs) When to me, it sounds like you're saying like a Sebring or something where I'm like, isn't that like a ladies car? I don't know. Are Mercedes exciting? (laughs) Do do you guys want to play a game where we guess what Seth MacFarlane's net worth is? Okay. I assume this is from like celebritynetworth.com or something. Are you already looking at it? Because I don't think you should get to guess. Oh, yeah, I won't get to guess because I am looking at it. Uh, I shouldn't have looked at it. It's from The Motley Fool, which references celebritynetworth.com. Okay. Okay. So a step away from celebrity. (laughs) Slightly less reputable, but it's close enough that I think it's still accurate. 
It, I'm just gonna say it's big. It's uh, three hundred fifteen million dollars. Ooh, good guess. Um, five hundred. Valerie says five hundred dollars. Five hundred million dollars. <laughs> you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna say one dollar. <laughs> nice. Guys, price is right. Greg, you win. Hell yeah! Two hundred million. I was closest. Nobody said it was. You're right. You know what? We're all winners, except Valerie. Wait. Oh yeah. No. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think Valerie kind of is right because Valerie Valerie didn't win. Well, if you think about it, what is Seth? What should Seth be worth if if he was being paid for what he's actually Uh, uh, priceless? Yeah. If he wasn't. yeah, what what's the word I'm looking for? A, a wage slave. <laughs> a wage slave. Yeah. yeah that's... <laughs> it's I mean... Seth the Chad. Can I please get some insight on this? I feel oh. like you're putting me on the spot, and I might make a dumb guess, but like a hundred billion dollars. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Is that low? Is that this high? This seems low because when you think about it, like a hundred billion dollars, when you say it, it's like that seems like a lot, and Seth is worth a lot. But then you think. Why not two hundred billion dollars? <laughs> that's true. He's not worth that's that true. much. That's true. That's so wow. That's so true. Because he did Ted also. <laughs> yeah, so now I'm like three hundred billion dollars. Yeah. Should we cover Ted at some point? Does that you want to watch Ted? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> well, we covered Critters too, so I feel like we should do Ted too. <laughs> Ted <Okay>. too. <laughs> yeah. Is that out already? Is that done? That was years ago. (laughs) When's Ted 3? And Fox Files got a taste of what the McFarlands call humor with a pair of old panties. We helped make Perry the butt of a long-standing family joke. I hope those aren't yours. We had a guest who left these at our house. A large guest. And then the next day, I found them wrapped around a package of boneless chicken in our freezer. (laughs) So imagine... You're an old family friend of the McFarlands. Right. And you turn on Fox one evening. You you heard that uh, they're going to be talking about that boy set that used to be in the neighborhood. And then you see your old panties on the show. That's yeah. been It's been a family joke. Yeah. It's like the family knows whose panties those are. Yeah, and she's would definitely you, tuning in. Mm-hmm. Would you recognize your old panties? Like, it's been years since you've seen them. <laughs> oh, God. That's all I can hope for. Because really, I did not like that. I was like, oh, what? I can get this being a fun family joke, but putting it on TV so that this lady has to feel like garbage and know your family's been making fun of her for years. <laughs> you know, if you told me that anybody else had done it, I'd be like, that's not funny at all. That's not a good joke. It's, <laughs> it's weird and kind of gross and mean. But now, like when it's Seth, it, it, I got to admit, that's fucking hilarious. <laughs> yeah, it is yeah. good. It would be a fun game show to say, can you pick your two-year-old panties out of a lineup? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. This is another thing that fans can do for us. For me, it would be really easy because I write my name on the fans. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, fans, though, please send in your underwear and then in two years. (laughs) You can come on the show and we'll see if you remember him. <laughs> uh, um, hashtag two-year panty challenge. 
Um, are we going to answer Valerie's question about whether Seth is a Chad? Oh. Oh, wow. <laughs> I mean... Because I've been thinking about it since she said it a very long time ago. <laughs> and I feel like it's like Seth obviously gets tons of women like a Chad would. Oh, yeah. He gets it in. I, have, I've seen, I don't think so. You don't think I so? I don't think so. Okay, Google him real quick and look through images, just for real. Because I did that. <laughs> I did that. And he has pictures with super hot girls. And it was very confusing. <laughs> They're friends. I don't know. He's not married, guys. But they love him is what I'm saying. Like, I'm not saying that he's a, a disgusting slut or anything like that i'm yeah. just saying well that, men can't be sluts but right i i know that's kind why of a I male roasty. I was like what am i gonna call him a roasty that doesn't even make sense um, it would be like a what's the wrinkliest sausage <laughs> men already have their foreskin torn apart so they can't be a roasty i think that's the reason that circumcision was invented people man. kept getting made fun of for being roasties and they're like well, i'll just cut it off <laughs> Um, but but what I'm saying is women love Seth, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. This we can agree and, on. And women love chats. Yes, because, you know, women are fundamentally flawed. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> does that mean that Seth is a chat? Oh, Seth. no. <laughs> oh, this is bad. I feel like you're tricking me or something. This is like a one plus one equals three proof or something. Well, I'm just asking you for your opinion. And here's, here's a bigger question to go with that is that he dated Daenerys Targaryen, right? And she went out with Khal Drogo. If she's attracted to both Seth and Khal Drogo, <laughs> and Seth is Chad, is Khal Drogo a Chad? What words are you saying? Who is Khal Drogo? He's the guy. I'm so sorry. Oh, you guys don't know. You don't watch a lot of TV. You only watch the Orville. But um, he's a guy on Game of Thrones. Yeah, I watch all the good TV. <laughs> <laughs> he's uh, Aquaman from the Justice League. Right, that male Little Mermaid. Is he in the or Who was he in the or <laughs> Was he like Seth's dad? He's a, he's a kind of a bordist type, I, I guess. Okay. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> no, no. I mean, he's he's a big, strong man. Oh, no. Jeez. Did I find that problematic? I'm not familiar. I don't with know. <laughs> I don't know what Cal Drogo looks like, so he I don't know if that's problematic. Him. He basically yeah. looks like a horse, but like a person. Yes. Wait, we gotta look him up. We gotta look him up. Caldrona? Caldrona. What is it? Caldrogo. Caldrogo. Oh, Caldrogo. Caldrogo. Oh, wait. I have seen this guy. Okay, I watched yeah, the yeah. first season of the show. Yeah. Um, it was not, a mistake. I didn't mean to. I thought it was the Orville. Not. This is not problematic. This is not. Okay. Yeah, I just mean they're I both. I think strong. I know where Tim was going with that. Yeah, and this is not. This is fine. Um. Oh, he's oh, okay. That is, he's that guy. Yeah. Well, what I do think... you think his net worth is <laughs> <laughs> way less than Seth. Oh, of course, Jason Momoa. I think like Jason mil. Momoa. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna say five mil. And Greg, I know you're gonna take the one dollar. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, Valerie's next. Wait, maybe. wait, wait. Wait, if Greggy says $1, I'm going to say $50. I'm going to say $2. <laughs> you think it's in between $2 and $50? Oh, yeah, wait. That doesn't make sense. I'm going to take $51. <laughs> well, I haven't gone yet. I think I'm going to take $52. <laughs> no! <laughs> He's so smart. <laughs> wait, what did Valerie say? Half a minute. <laughs> okay, so frostnow.com slash Jason Dash Momoa <laughs> says that it's a, his net worth is said to be around $4 million. I feel yeah. like around $4 million is pretty close to 50 Yeah, I said $5 million. Oh, this but says eight million. the richest.com says $8 million. Hmm. Huh. That's okay. Correct me if I'm wrong, Tim, but eight million would be nearly double four. Is that correct? <laughs> you know, I don't have my charts with me, <laughs> so I can't. Oh, just, Tim's, Tim's pulling out his calculator. Being an expert in something, it has weight when I say it's true or false, and I just it has legal liability, so I can't say that without my charts. Okay, I understand. Cut this, Craigie. <laughs> <laughs> Hmm. Now I wish I had said I thought he had two hundred fifty thousand dollars. So then I could. We compare can't change that. it now. <laughs> I, I wish I had said he had four or eight. I mean, but we're done. You know. <laughs> True. Why would you want to guess wrong, Greggy? Why are you looking at well, why, why did you want two hundred fifty thousand? Because then I could say, well, he might not be worth two hundred fifty thousand dollars, but you know who is Marissa from Celebrity Big Brother? You guys. Oh, she's only worth $250 million? $250,000. Well, yeah. Because that's what she just won by winning Celebrity Big Brother. But how many companies does she have? Oh, that's a good question. (laughs) Look it up, Tim. Yeah. Boy, I was very surprised when Marissa won. Mm -hmm. Well, I was medium surprised when Marissa won. What did did all of you think? (laughs) I was um, not too surprised, only because Ross... I guess was the villain to people. I don't know. I was so confused though when they were all like, the person that played the most honest game is who's getting my vote. I was like, yeah, which one is that? <laughs> I wonder if it was just a, a, an aspect of the compressed game. Like they weren't able to edit someone to be like a huge villain or anything like that because they just had to turn the episodes out so fast. I mean, like Omarosa is the villain. Like, that she's the villain. Just make her be the villain. Yeah. Yeah. Tim, and they cut out bad clips from her. Tim, who did you think was the villain in Celebrity Big Brother? <laughs> Cal Ripken. <laughs> it's called like Cal Ripken. Or is he another Cal Drogo? Uh, no, I'm thinking the Baltimore Orioles great Cal Ripken Jr. <laughs> oh, oh Jr. Cal Drogo's fictional, Ram. <laughs> Um, no, I knew Marissa was going to win the whole way through. Did you really? Yeah, I called it out. From day one? I don't Mm -hmm. remember you saying that. Oh, I did. Do you have any proof of that? Not to you, but... (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Did you write it it down and have it notarized? uh, No. (laughs) Shoot. No, yeah, I see your point now. I have no way to prove this. Yeah. I guess I need to rely on trust of my friends. (laughs) 
Well, I've I've got mm. proof that I posted that I was pulling for Ross, you know, um, from the beginning. Uh, unfortunately, that didn't really take him as far as it needed to. Um, it only took him to the final two. Well, and he won the audience favorite. Yeah, that's true. And you're the audience, and he was your favorite. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> did you vote? Did you vote for him? I did not go on the website and vote for him my twenty times I'm allowed to. I actually tried to go to the website and vote for him when I was watching. I was like, yeah, I want Ross to win. I'll vote for Ross. But they were like, you can't vote for this anymore. And I realized that I was watching an episode from like three days before. And it, the finale <laughs> was airing as I was trying to vote. So. <laughs> and it's uh, very complicated with fan favorites for celebrities because I don't just go with who's my favorite. I also go with who probably doesn't have that much money. <laughs> <laughs> well, I imagine none of them have that much money. Are they playing for charity? No, No. they're playing for themselves. That was really interesting to me. Like on this, on this version of it. I really appreciated that. (laughs) That they were all like, I need this money. (laughs) Like Shannon kept saying she was going to give the money. Shannon Elizabeth from American Pie to him. You know her. Um, Of course. Yeah. yeah. She kept saying that she was going to give her money to animals, like (laughs) non specific (laughs) animals, but just the animals. That's such a mistake. Animals don't even use money. Like, that's not how they... It's so stupid. If you give $5 <laughs> to a dog, what is the dog even going to do with it? He's probably going to eat it. Eat yeah. it. <laughs> See, we all I'm know that. Why does she know that? I gotta say, if it's that family guy dog... I'll <laughs> <laughs> buy a damn martini would, with it. He would put it into a diversified investment portfolio. <laughs> Oh boy! <laughs> the tax efficient uh, loss harvesting, and he's a smart dog. That's probably right. It's weird how he dates right. human ladies on that show. <laughs> <laughs> Brian is a Chad. We can say that. Oh, he's such a Chad. <laughs> and sometimes celebrities, right? Didn't he date Drew Barrymore or something? And it's like, what? What on earth? This show's wacky. <laughs> That's what I kind of felt. Drew Barrymore dated a dog on the show. Yeah. I would agree to do that. <laughs> <laughs> she's successful. Maybe, you know, maybe she's got that, that beefy pussy. What is that called? I'm so sorry. Why did I do that? Great. <laughs> um, beefy, beefy puss. <laughs> I guess just beef vagina. I hope my mom doesn't listen to this episode. <laughs> yeah, I just remembered parents exist, and I was like, oh, no. <laughs> so did you guys uh, feel like you saw a new side of Amorosa? No. Did you? <laughs> Not really. I mean, it, it, during the show at times, I thought, wow, I've I really misjudged Amorosa. Um, I, I think that I didn't give her as much credit as I should have. And then afterwards, I thought, wait a second. Like, that is exactly what she wanted to have happen. That's why she went on the show. Like, I'm just falling yeah. into her plans here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I just have to say, watching Tim, every time we say anybody's name, scroll through the Wikipedia. <laughs> I got it. Start reading to find out who they are. It's like, that can't be that Amorosa. <laughs> It was. It was. That is why, why I watched, basically. What is the time going on, on reality shows? Yeah, but like Trump reality shows. <laughs> well, she talked about Trump a lot. Yeah. She just got married last year. Yeah, to a I, pastor. 
Yeah, she talked about God a lot, too. Mm-hmm. She was with Michael Clark Duncan when he died, and I wish that Ross would have probed her about that, Ooh, too, because yeah. I want to go. Um, <laughs> one thing that I, I did think, I like, when they were all grilling her about, like, why would you work in the Trump White House? And then she said to, um, what's your damn girl, Rudy's all grown up. <laughs> Keisha Knight uh, Pullum. Yeah, Keisha Knight Pullum. She said, well, why did you stand by Mr. Cosby? Like you had a good relationship with him and it's hard to, um, you know, separate that from the way that he is to the world at large. And I think that's like not necessarily 100 percent true, but it was like a good comparison for her to make in the moment. I was impressed that she pulled that out. Yeah. And then Keisha was just like, oh, it's not the same. <laughs> like yeah. Instead of going, yeah, that's valid. She was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah. She's like, it's different because Cosby's good. <laughs> it's different because Bill Cosby didn't do it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> For sure. There's no proof. Yeah, that was, it was hard to like Keisha after that for me. I was like, oh, that might be worse than working for Trump. I don't know. Being a Cosby <laughs> apologist. Both, both bad. Yeah, <laughs> both bad. But does Omarosa now not like Trump anymore, at least? Well, that's what she said. Hard to say. Yeah. Like, she didn't even really come out against him, but then they would be like, I don't remember who it was, kept being like, are we going to be okay? And she'd be like, no, <laughs> we're not. Oh, like the country. <laughs> yeah, the country. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, it's second chances and stuff. I feel like if we have two people who are have relationships or are apologists for terrible people, if mm-hmm. one of them is at least saying, like, by the way, I'm not that anymore, that has to be better than the other one who's, like, but doubled she didn't, down. She, she never really said, like, also, Donald Trump is bad. She's... Yeah. yeah. Well, she is trying to sell a book. I feel like she Definitely. is just trying to present this juicy story. Like, I can never... She seems so calculated to me. Mm-hmm. Yes, all the time. Yeah. Even when she was being likable, I was like, "Eh, is this real, though? I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, that's what I decided afterwards, that I had just been played for a fool. Totally, right? (laughs) She's a good liar. Definitely. The the other thing that she said that I was like, oh, yeah, okay, I... Was was that I didn't know that she worked in the in the Clinton White House? Yeah, as well as the Trump White House. Well, it says she was online. It says she was a Democrat until 2015, <laughs> and oh. now she's a Republican. I was like, wait, <laughs> until she was offered money as, by the Trump campaign. As, as yeah. soon as the, the a candidate she could believe in came along. <laughs> Yeah, and when she worked in the Clinton White House, she was like an assistant to Al Gore or something like that. She was not like she was she didn't have a, like a big position or anything like that, but still, I mean that is a real thing and um her studies were in communication and all this stuff. So, uh her appointment did kind of make sense. I remember kind of poo-pooing that when she was appointed that uh and of course, that is still 100% due to 
uh, her being a name from The Apprentice. But, you know, she kind of had did have some bona fides for being there. I agree. But I but I also I liked it a lot when she was like, all of my three degrees are in communications. And somebody was like, probably Brandy was like, isn't that the easiest thing to get a degree? <laughs> yes. in? Oh, my God. <laughs> that was. Brandy. And then she said, and then she said. No. And then Mark McGrath was like, yeah, my degree's in communications too. It was super easy. <laughs> <laughs> <I liked that. laughs> yeah. See, and we talked about the atrocities that uh, Omarosa and Keisha committed by sticking by these awful people, but we didn't talk about Mark McGrath creating the song fly. Right. <laughs> I think that's worth mentioning. Mm. Now I, I can't believe that I came away liking him. Like I know he was one of my favorites on the show. I was like, what? Amazing. He just seemed nice. Well, it's kind of because he's got those Seth MacFarlane good looks, you know? He's got that same kind of facial structure. <laughs> Is someone brushing their teeth? I thought it was a maraca shaking. That's what I was trying to mime to you. Oh, I thought... No. 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 <laughs> it's a pencil. It's a pencil. Oh, okay. Right? It's going right now. You guys can't hear this? I hear it, like when Valerie talks. Shit. But it's okay. Oh, I did move around, so who knows what that caused. (laughs) Anyway, I just want to get back to Mark McGrath and say, yes, very handsome, does look like um, Seth. They must have very similar um, ethnic backgrounds or something (laughs) for them to just have such similar facial structure. Um, I also wanted to say, have you heard that Beach Boys song that he did on the 4th of July? <laughs> and they played at the White House, I think. So people should have been grilling Mike McGrath about Trump. Yeah. Yeah. The, <laughs> I did. A, I made a gif of uh, two old people kissing during that song. <laughs> and uh, I posted on Twitter. So, yeah, I love that song. Great video. Yeah, it's my favorite song. <laughs> I I could sing it right now. How does it go? I remember the and girls and cars and surfing's cool. Surfing's cool and something, something, do it again. Yeah. And then they just go, do it, do it. And they say, do it again a lot. It's great. You'll love it. Tim, I can't believe you have it. was a musical genius. So. Mark McGrath. Oh, wait. Who are we talking about? Mark Mark McGrath is... You know, the the guy from Sugar Ray? Wait, he played with the Beach Boys? Yes, on the 4th of July at the White House. And they had a song that somehow... I mean, they weren't... It was, I guess it was lip synced, but it was like (laughs) very auto-tuned. And John Stamos plays a drum solo and then stands up, and then the drums keep going before he... John Stamos is in the Beach Boys too? What are you talking about? Tim... Who are the I don't I guess I don't know who the Beach Boys Here are. Here are the Beach Boys. Here are the names of all the Beach Boys. Mike Love, John Stamos, Mark McGrath, <laughs> Donald two Trump, three more old guys, and Donald Trump. <laughs> Those are all Temptations memories. You're trying to trick me. Well, six degrees of the Temptation. <laughs> uh, I don't know how I missed this whole White House concert <laughs> thing. I, we should have watched that clip for this show. Oh, yeah. Maybe next time. 
<laughs> uh, my last thing about Celebrity Big Brother I wanted to say, um, it was a little unfortunate that uh, we had to look up Metal World Peace's, uh, you know, background, his criminal background before we watched yeah. the shows. Like, I would have preferred to see that maybe at the finale or something like that. Um, I was not able to enjoy his wild antics knowing that he, like, beat up his wife. Yeah, it really put a damper on that. I wish that I did not know that. <laughs> if I could change one thing about Metal World Peace. <laughs> Just that you didn't I know. Just did not know that he beat up his wife. <laughs> Ignorance truly is bliss, but especially here. <laughs> but the great thing about Metal World Peace is... Um, Oh, good. Tim's watching the video. Uh, the great thing about Metal World Peace's Wikipedia is the part about him beating up his wife is in the same section as something that says he was criticized during his first season for applying for a job at Circuit City so that he could get oh an employee discount. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. So funny. Well, and it totally makes sense. The second you meet him on Big Brother, you're like, oh, yeah, he would do that. Yes. <laughs> Like, he probably works at Circuit City now, <laughs> I would guess. Just for the discount, yeah. <laughs> well, they're not open anymore, but he still shows up for shifts. <laughs> but he makes his wife come, too, because he can't be away from his wife. <laughs> right. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, yeah, Celebrity Big Brother, I think I'm going to give that uh, 13 out of 13 episodes in, like, a week and a half. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's sure. I'll agree with that. Great season. Yeah. Tim, what do you think? Tim is just showing me John Stamos on his phone with the Beach Boys. <laughs> I thought that was a joke of some kind. No, no it's not. A, it's, it's, it's Mark McGrath, John Stamos, and the other Beach Boys. And he really and showed really it to you. Like, get a load like, of this. Like, you told him about that. Yeah. He knew about it. <laughs> he's, he's not even listening to it. Like, you're missing out on the great song. <laughs> Oh, that's the old people kissing. <laughs> you saw it. <laughs> okay. Um, it's at the Capitol, not the White House, though. Isn't no, it? is it? Same thing. Congress is great. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So that was that Seth MacFarlane clip. <laughs> <laughs> uh let's see so um i i guess we'll go to now twitter well <laughs> not a lot of the orville tweets uh in the off season i've got to say folks maybe um get back onto that please hash hashtag the orville um keep talking about the show because uh mostly for content for this podcast <laughs> but i had a pretty good one uh one we haven't seen in a while at fuck darren uh well this sort of tweet at fuck darren okay. said had glasses of wine and caught up on tonight's double hashtag Immerdale and new hashtag the Oroville having a cup of tea. Um, this was from the 15th of February. So I don't know how. Oh, I guess because uh, they're just now getting the Oroville in uh, Europe. 
Oh, looking forward to some European tweets coming in. Ah. Just nothing about the finale, please. No spoilers. <laughs> Twist. Um, yeah, great. Wait, he's he's watching two episodes of television on two different TVs and drinking wine and tea at the same time. Yeah. Oh, wow. Great night. What was the other show? Emeryville? Emmerdale? Okay, I've never heard what of that. But wine is definitely for the Orville, so yeah. tea is for the other one. Yeah. The other one's probably British, so he drinks tea with it. That makes sense. Yeah. Ooh, he, here's the uh, the tagline for Emmerdale. Small village, big drama. Mm-hmm. Sounds think, really interesting. Do you think the drama's as big as it is on the Orville, though? Probably be. not. And there's it's probably not very many inter- jokes, either. Yeah. Playing intergalactic drama. Yeah. Like, people die in virtual reality. <laughs> and that one guy really died. That guy's friend died. Which, oh, yeah. He, he <laughs> actually died on the space <laughs> Um, Emmerdale is a long-running, continuing drama set in the fictional village of Emmerdale. It is what produced planet by, is that on? Does it say? Well, it is produced <laughs> by ITV Studios, Yorkshire, and Leeds. Um, so I think that's in you know the planet Earth. Oh, how uh, boring. With murders, affairs, how lies, deceit. No, that's Hollywood. It's <laughs> Earth. Uh, laughter and tears. It's all there in the village. Believe us when we say there's never a dull mo- moment. Um, that one, you could replace the village with the Orville and that would be a really good, um, tagline <laughs> for, for that show. show. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. So that's that tweet. Uh, good job. Fuck Darren. Please keep drinking wine and watching the <laughs> Orville. Fuck Darren? Yeah. Is it fucked Aaron or fuck No, it's at Darren. fuck the word F-U-C-K D-A-R-R-E-N. Okay. What did Darren do? Probably didn't watch um, the Orville. Oh. <laughs> fuck uh, that guy. Fuck that guy. Gotta change our Twitter handle. <laughs> so, fuck Darren too. Is that what he- <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or one. That's probably available. <laughs> um, at Seth McFarlane fans. Oh, I thought you, you got me all... I thought you were going to read mm. one from Seth. Mm. I was about to have a heart attack. Mm. <laughs> uh, they say, okay, hashtag boy band names for hashtag the Orville drawing by at McFanArtist slash at Skidmore must die uh, in parentheses Chloe. Also, so- sorry if no one likes these. Please let me know if you have suggestions. Okay, now to explain I don't understand this, what any of that meant. Right. <laughs> this is... So, um, this person, Mac Fan Artist, put out a picture, a drawing of the different male characters of the Orville. Um, it, it's just kind of their heads. It's not really them as a boy band, but for some reason, um, the, the hashtag the Orville fan base has decided that uh, this was a boy band, and so they came up with some boy band name ideas. Uh, so let me just give you the choices here that we could vote on. You've got, first of all, Not In Sync. You've got Orville Boys Jazz Band. And you've got The Orv Crew, O-R-V, The Orv Crew. Mm, those are um, all really good. Yeah. <laughs> Which should we vote for? Because as the official The Orville podcast Twitter, we can only vote for one of these. Wait, I. Where are the drawings? Like I saw the tweet, but it doesn't come with drawings. 
to the guy. Um, Maybe it's I, I can try and find line. it for you. <laughs> oh. Oh my God. Do you see it? <laughs> no, no. Oh, we did see. We Five hours better. ago. Oh no. <laughs> um, at Mac fan artist has drawn themselves kissing Seth MacFarlane. Oh my god. Oh yes. This is what we need to be retweeting. <laughs> the title is A Platonic and Awkward Kiss Between Seth and I in Progress Lol. Uh, wow. Wait, I'll retweet it now. Yeah. <laughs> well, I already did, so Okay. Too late, Tim. Uh, but if I'm you scroll double. down a few more, you've got Ultimate just, Boy Band. Just keep going because Seth MacFarlane's Twitter. You had on the fan page. You just Oh wow, you did beat me to it. Anyway, the boy band name. Yeah, which one do we like? Um, I think it, it, it can't be not in sync. It doesn't even say anything about the Orville. Right. Yeah. Valerie, what do you think is the best name? <laughs> the second option. I don't remember what it was. Not Orville. Oh, Orville Boys okay. Jazz Band. Yeah. <laughs> Classic boy band name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you mean OBJB? <laughs> OBJB. See, that's cute. <laughs> oh, it has BJ in it. Ah. It Mac fan artist <laughs> likes that. Uh oh, I hate to see what her next drawing is going to be then. <laughs> uh, so I'm thinking the Orv crew is nice uh, uh-huh. because it's the shortest one. Hmm. But it's like it has no respect for itself. It's Why is that like it's not? Not as big as shorter. It's shorter. Of the ones that actually refer to the Orville, it's the shortest. Well, unfortunately I already voted for Orville <laughs> Boys Jazz Band. Maybe you have to go on your personal Twitter if you want to. <laughs> I mean, you haven't voted yet. I did. You might have to refresh. Why would Greggy lie to you? This is kind of <laughs> telling that you're so suspicious. <laughs> you voted know, for the Orb crew, right? No, maybe well, I clicked the wrong thing. It just let well, Tim vote, please... so he voted for the Orb crew, even though we didn't even vote on it. Uh, okay, sorry. Uh, let's move on to the next tweet. <laughs> We've got one last tweet. Uh, this one is from Yeti at Large, at Yeti at Large. He says, OMG, when you played the slowed down hashtag the Orville the Duck song on Firestorm app, I almost shat my drawers. It sounds like Dobby the House Elf from hashtag Harry Potter. Alex Arborday, love yous. Uh, thank love you, you, Yeti at Large. Love you too, Yeti love at Large. You very much. Please don't talk yeah. about Harry Potter. <laughs> the show is about the Orville. Yeah, we like to talk about like real stuff, like science stuff, like the Orville. Not magic Harry Potter crap. Dobby's um, but... a total Chad, though. I mean, let's be real. Who is a total Chad? Dobby, the house elf. <laughs> <laughs> because he has, like, loose skin? Because he's roasty. hot as shit. He's a roasty. <laughs> Maybe he's a roasty. Oh, God, no. <laughs> <laughs> he's got a roasty butt. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, but thank you, Yeti at Large, for that great tweet. Uh, remember, you can always add us, so we'll see those kind of things. Luckily, I did see that when I was uh, looking at the uh, the hashtag. 
Um, but that was a great tweet. Uh, and it, hey, if you and if there's anything you want to hear on the show, just give us a call, Splat Job AI, uh, and let us know what you're thinking, Yeti. I just want to say about tweets. I don't think we should talk about it today, but we have yet to talk about this Scott Grimes tweet giveaway. <laughs> so, oh yeah, but we should wait for Kevin, I guess, on that. You can you can cut this out. I just wanted to. Scott Grimes is basically an alien. Scott Grimes, what? So we need to wait for the alien expert uh, instead of no. doing with the human expert. And then because well, because Kevin away. did the yeah. Well, they're both bearded gingers. Oh, yeah. Kevin and Scott Grimes have a lot in common. I like Kev a lot. (laughs) Yeah. Right now, I just realized. Yeah. Now that that I'm thinking about a couple things. We should go visit Kev (laughs) in France. (laughs) So that's tweets. Last thing is we got a voicemail. Actually, you guys are going to love this voicemail. Oh, no. The next to last thing is we've got a voicemail. And uh, like I was saying, and you guys have love two this. segments to do. <laughs> we, right. There is actually okay. there's the other podcast segment. Oh, we, oh yeah. Well, I didn't have a lot to say about the other podcast. There is a new The Orville podcast. How? Um, are you serious? How are yes. you kidding? No. So what? this is how this happened. There was a podcast about that show Gotham. And for some reason, they just changed what they are to be about the Orville. Smart. Um, I mean, smart, but also stupid. (laughs) Now, the cool thing is we're no longer the third most popular Orville podcast out of four. We're now the third most popular Orville podcast out of five. So that kind of increases our standing, I think. That's great. What I'm hearing is that there's an opening in Gotham podcasts. <laughs> uh yeah, so um the Orville Lights, don't go check that out. It's probably garbage because um <laughs> you should only be listening to our podcast. Uh same goes for Planetary Union. I do have a lot of episodes. Which one? Ninety four episodes. Of the Orville Lights? Yeah, well they're mostly about Gotham. Wait, this one's called <laughs> Chad Command Performance. <laughs> What? <laughs> Are you kidding? Uh, Do you think they're listening to this? <laughs> like as we talk? Well, all of them are named like funny takes on mostly Gotham things. Funny takes on Gotham references. Yes, but also like command performance. We all know episode two of the right. Orville, mm-hmm. uh, where Alonic Alar Katan. Um, is the eighth in command and it's in control of the ship. Wow. Uh, Classic episode. But yeah, we're done. We're done talking about it. Yes. Stephen okay. Hanno. Well, at Chad NV. Who is at Chad? Chad Rose is the special guest. Hmm. I feel like at this point, not changing your name from Chad, despite, I know when you were named, <laughs> your parents didn't name you like that intentionally. But it's like if you're named Adolf, like you just should change your name. <laughs> yeah, and all those girls named Roasty out there. <laughs> but anyway, like I was trying to say, we got a voicemail from uh, Kevin. Um, he actually sent this in like uh, a month ago. Like, it was like three, actually, three vacations ago or something. Right. <laughs> like I think he's actually been on the podcast since he sent this voicemail in. Uh, but it's... It's been so long since we've heard his voice, I just had to play it. 
Uh, hey, Miranda and the crew, minus Kevin, because it is Kevin. That's Dr. Kevin O'Brien, alien expert. I'm aboard a big cruise ship right now in the Bahamas, and uh, I'm doing my absolute darndest and best to not watch the Orville season finale. It is impossible. I'm walking around with my eyes closed. I hear sounds. Sounds like a basketball game. I hear chatter. Sounds like Filipino. Young Filipino men uh, playing a basketball game. I'm going to open my eyes for one second. Oh my god, no. No, it was the Orville season finale. I was wrong. Oh. Well, at least a half second is spoiled for me now, and I'm going to need a about a week to uh, figure out mm, what just happened. Uh, These uh, guys. Um, well, let me just say, uh, I have to finish this up because I'm charged $500 per minute. I love all of you. I love you, Miranda. I love you, Greggy. I love you, Tim. I love the Golden Ori. I would love to get it for just a voicemail. It would be great. And I also love the guest. Whoever the guest is, I love you. Um, that's all. And, God, it's crazy how much this season finale sounds like a three-on-three game of young Filipino cruise ship workers playing basketball. Oh, gosh. Well, I hope this message is short and sweet. Like our boy Eric. Uh, hashtag get Eric a TV. Hashtag board sports sports. Hashtag savage empire. Peace out, or builders. Love you too, Kevin. Love you, Kevin. Love you, miss you. <laughs> Valerie? Uh, well, his I love you to me felt impersonal, so I'm gonna yeah. Hold Why? <laughs> that was a little rude. Like he doesn't know Valerie's name. What the yeah, hell? That yeah. was awkward. It's I, embarrassing. Well, I mean, think about it this way: he doesn't know her name, but he still said that he loves her. That's that's a generous spirit, you know. He remembers the He's, important part. Is it sociopathic? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're the human expert, so right. <laughs> Okay, yeah, he's nuts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so he was in the Philippines at that point. Uh, and as we know, of course, it's impossible to go anywhere without seeing the Orville there. Um, <laughs> now he's in France. I don't know. Uh, we did learn tonight that they're just now getting the Orville there in Europe. So um, he might be having the same issue. Mm, hey, do you know what they call it in France? What do they call it there? Just Lorville. <laughs> Okay. It's beautiful. But the golden ori for a voicemail? It's absurd. That's a little insane. <laughs> it's uh happened before though, right? No, maybe yeah, not. Yeah, but the past is the past. It's sh- it shouldn't. He's disqualified. It's do do not give He can't hit the golden ori. He doesn't deserve it. No. Um and he of course the golden the ori. Finale. Yeah, you can't give it to somebody who watched the finale. Oh yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, and of course, he is ineligible. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't even know that she knows what the golden ori is. Every week, uh, <laughs> I choose a co-host to receive <laughs> the award for the show. Uh, the best co-host gets the golden ori award. Of course, name for the Orville, the Ori. This is separate from the Sapphire Star, which you can get for a commendable <laughs> performance as well. Um, but that is a separate award. That one sounds and, 
Ooh, sounds like uh, Zelda the cat wants to get a golden ore. <laughs> That's Fitzy. I think oh, he Fitz. is hungry. Okay. I used to have a cat named Ori, so I feel like oh. maybe oh, yeah. can see that. Hmm. <laughs> That's that's an interesting new fact. I've got to refigure this. No, yeah. Valerie is not eligible. Guests are not eligible for the Golden Ori. We This is well established. She can't get it. What about Fitz? Is Fitz considered a child? No, Fitz could get it. I, no, I went, no, but he's going to isolate that. I think I should get it. I I drove all the way to Tim's house to oh, do this that's episode. True. That's, that's true. Commitment. That's true. But mm-hmm. I drove home from work to do it. Mm. This is gross. And plus, you're hosting, Miranda. (laughs) (laughs) Valerie, this is our most popular segment. (laughs) Where you guys just fight for why you're better than one another. (laughs) We all beg one of the hosts to give one of us an award for being the best co-host. We all know it's a joke and it doesn't matter, but we still kind of feel bad when we don't get it. (laughs) (laughs) You're supposed to do a fake humble thing and be like, I think Tim should get it. If I say I I think Tim should get it, then he's going to take it. (laughs) And she said it. She said it. You heard it. (laughs) I should get it. Thank you, Valerie, for making it for me. (laughs) <laughs> oh wait there um, uh sorry valerie another thing we do is we have celebrities come in and give endorsements <laughs> <laughs> and uh my friend is here uh, i don't know who he is he's some cartoon guy <laughs> oh crap oh tim should get the golden ori crap i don't know who that was <laughs> Well, don't listen to him. We don't even know who he is. He looks famous. <laughs> just but some uh, guy. He had sunglasses on. Tim's friend. <laughs> oh, I mean, he had sunglasses. Famous. That was cool. Yeah, can you describe him? <laughs> he looks a lot like Peter Griffin from Family Guy. Okay. <laughs> but with sunglasses on, like a Chad. <laughs> yeah. I think it was Chad Griffin. Chad. <laughs> Uh, well, guys, after a lot of deliberation, I think it's finally this person's turn. We've heard a lot of great content from them, you know, episode after episode, and they've never gotten their due. Of course, the Golden Ori this week has to go to Alex Arbor himself, uh, the man behind floorboards. He, he has he got, got it once. Oh, never mind. Miranda gets it then. Oh, come uh, on. No, no. Yes. Oh. I got it. She gets it every week. Well, I deserve it every week. <laughs> I got to step my game up. Do you want to borrow one? You have to give it back. <laughs> I have one. I can use my own. I didn't lose it. <laughs> Down the toilet. I was trying to clean it in the toilet and it flushed. You didn't? You did? You did no, you didn't. I did. I lost it down okay. the toilet. What did you say when you lost it down the toilet? Hugh <laughs> Peter Griffin. I didn't, I didn't say anything, but my friend was there. <laughs> oh, crap. <laughs> oh. Peter! Oh, Peter! Oh. Well, uh, Valerie, thank you so much for coming and being on this for two hours. Thanks, Thank Valerie. I learned so much about humans from you. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I learned so much about the temptations for me. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> that they had a lyric that said, I've got sunshine on a cloudy day. <laughs> I have heard that before. That was a really interesting take. <laughs> what does that mean, though? You know, to me, what he's saying is something like, um, like the girl in the song, she's like the sun when the sky is getting cloudy, like Alex Arbor said. But there is no sun when the sky is cloudy. I think there is. It's just behind the cloud. Mm, okay, yeah, I you think that what, actually does yeah, work out. Yeah, geometrically. Mm-hmm. Okay, no, <laughs> I, I'm run on the board. numbers yeah. on that. I get it. Yeah, I get it. Bye. have a cigarette she's covered in tattoos sings the blues she likes to buy things of no use she's the best part of my day and i'd never have it any other i want to get lost in your favorite records as we lay across the floorboards i'll show you mine and you show me yours i want to get lost in your favorite records as we lay across the Sings the wrong words to hear me complain She's the sun when the skies are starting to fade And I wouldn't have it any other way She brings me up when I'm feeling down She makes me forget I fucking hate this town She's the best part of my day And I'd never have it any other way I wanna get lost in your favorite records As we lay across the floorboards I'll show you mine And you show me yours I wanna get lost in Favorite records as we lay across the floorboards. I'll show you mine, and you show me yours. Love to start singing even when she's out of key. Likes to argue just so she can disagree. Loves to start singing even when she's out of key. Likes to argue just so she can disagree. I wanna get lost in your favorite records as we lay across the floorboards. I'll show you mine and you show me yours. I wanna get lost in your favorite records as we lay across the floorboards. I'll show you mine and you show me Get lost in your favorite records as we lay across the floorboards. I'll show you mine, and you show.